Good morning, South Florida. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Welcome to Community Matters. I hope everybody's feeling amazing on this Sunday morning. And today we are speaking to Deborah Webb, who is the CEO of the Clique. Key, that's a tongue twister. Key Clubhouse, <laughs> which is a nonprofit in Miami. I'm going to give you info. Well, she'll be giving you information on what exactly Key Clubhouse is. Good morning, Deborah. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm really good. And I'm so excited to find out more about the Key Clubhouse. And so what exactly, briefly explain, what is Key Clubhouse? Okay, so Key Clubhouse of South Florida is a international program that there are 330 of us around the world, um, and we help people that are living with a mental illness uh, find paid employment, housing, go back to school, and be with other people that are like-minded that have a mental illness, and we build a community um for each other to support each other in getting their lives back. Wow. And how long has Key Clubhouse of South Florida been around? So Key Clubhouse of South Florida has been around since 2010. We just moved into a new location, a 5,000 square foot building with a commercial kitchen and a business unit and a communications unit. And so we've been around for 12 years, but growing and thriving and helping as many people with mental illnesses as we can. That is so awesome. Congratulations on your new space. That's that's big. Yeah, it's huge. And we also partner with a Car for Supportive Housing, which is a low-income supportive housing corporation. And we actually have apartments on top of our building where we are right now for 45 of our members. We call people with mental illness that belong to the clubhouse, the key clubhouse members, because it is a, a, a membership where they get support and help. Okay, so let's break down um, the program, how it works, how does how do people find out about it, get involved, so people can understand more what exactly it is that Key Clubhouse of South Florida does. So let's just, how does it work? Where do the, the members come from? Like, how does the whole program work? Okay, so we'll start from the beginning. If you want to become a member and you want to be part of the program at Key Clubhouse, we have a referral form. You can come, first of all, you can come in for a tour, and you just call the clubhouse. We schedule you for a tour. And then if you're interested in joining, um, you, we give you a referral form for your doctor, uh, your psychiatrist, or your licensed clinical uh, mental health counselor. And you um, submit it to the clubhouse. Um, you come to the clubhouse. You have an orientation. We have look like a work program. So if you come in, just like any other business or, or work day, we have meetings in the morning. You can choose to work in the culinary unit. You can choose to work in the communications unit. You can choose to work in the business and employment center. It's basically a recovery program, but it's a recovery program through work. So we use work as the model and the tool to help people really get back used to working again, giving them a purpose, a place to belong, 
a stigma-free environment where they can really start their journey of healing through mental, through their mental illness that's basically disrupted their life. So when we say we get people's lives back, we look at work, we look at friendships, we look at housing, we look at education. Depending where you were when the illness um, occurred, the first um, episode occurred, we help you get back all of your goals and dreams. And it's a very powerful program. Um, we're very proud of it. We have wonderful outcomes. And I invite any listeners that want to come to please contact the Key Clubhouse and let us know if you're interested in becoming a member. With the Key Clubhouse of South Florida, what are the requirements of the members? Like, do they have to be under medical care or can they just know that they have a mental health problem and walk in? Like, what are their requirements to, to join? Right. Right. Good question. Um, basically, you have to have a mental illness. So we're a very private club, as you can see. And it, you do have to have a referral form filled out by your um, psychiatric uh, counselor or, or person who's overseeing your care. We do have need documentation about what your mental illness is and obviously your uh, medications you're on in case um, we need to know what they are. So it's basically a referral form from your medical team, and um, that's it. And so, you know that that you have a mental illness. In this world that we live in today, I you know there really is a big misconception of mental health, and so right. if someone is considered having a mental health, is it um, what's the next word I should say? A mental health diagnosis or problem or issue like what what is the proper way to refer to it um if someone has a mental illness or something okay mental illness okay because i don't want to say yeah. it wrong okay so if someone right. has well, a mental illness right, right there is a, a stigma that they can't hold a job or they can't this and that or they can't 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 so right. with the help of of the key clubhouse of south florida um, you know, like, I don't even know what I'm asking. Like, cause I think I myself might have that whole perception of if they suffer from mental illness, that's it. Like, and that's probably what the people that are suffering from mental illness are going through, like trying to get hired, trying to get a steady income to, to live, like right. discuss that a little bit, that, that notion, that mental illness, that's it for them. And that's the way the public treats them. Right. Well, there is a big stigma attached to it. And there, I, you know, there's a discrimination against it, too. And most of our members, many of our members, I'd say 99.9% have experienced it. Yeah. And, I, and, and, you know, I don't really like to, to, I'm not blaming the media. I'm a big, you know, media person myself. But I think, you know, when things happen in the world and then they say, well, the person has a mental illness. Mm -hmm. It really hurts. It hurts us. Okay. Because the people that we're serving, they're, they're on their medication, they're diagnosed, they're very stable. They're just trying to, to go through their journey of getting their life back. And it's a disease. It's a brain disorder. 
basically. It's yeah. basically a brain disorder, like you would have diabetes or arthritis or epilepsy or anything else. So the stigma, we need to work on that as a collective society because people with mental illnesses are not typically violent people. They're more apt to be um, victims of crimes than they are to be the perpetrator, you follow? So yeah. I think the stigma, the stigma is driven by fear. And, and, and once people, that's why we go out in the community, the, the Clubhouse International Program, there's like clubhouses around, like I said, the world, we advocate for our people. And this, this travels, you don't, it, it has no socioeconomic um, barriers. It has no race, religion, gender. Anybody can get mental illness. So as a group, we are very, um, we're very collaborative with each other. We're very inclusive with each other. And the common thread is that the, the members of the clubhouse have this illness. So when we go out to businesses, this is how we try to bust up the stigma is like, give us a chance, get to know one of our members. We will support them in the job. We will do the training. We will even fill in for them if they can't make it to work in one of our tiered employment programs. And I will tell you, most of the employers that we work with are like blown away by our members. They're like, oh my God, I never really understood this illness. This, you know, this person is working here. They're like the best employee I have, you know, and not in all cases, but in a lot of cases, they're the best employees they have because they have something to prove and they, mm-hmm. they really want to do well. You know, and they want people to understand they are not, they should not be defined by their mental illness. You just said something that totally clicked in my head and it's the truth. Two things that it has to do with fear and the fear I feel comes from the miseducation of people you know, of the average person that when they're watching the news or reading a story and something, someone, you know, goes into a violent episode or, you know, does something not good that they instantly say, oh, they suffer from mental illness. They connect that mental illness word with With that. And so that's what everybody's trained. As soon as they hear mental illness, they assume that that's what they're going to get. And it is a lack of education on, on the average person's part. Totally lack of education. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and we can't blame any, we can't blame the lack of it. I mean, but it, that's what it is. It's, it's the lack of education. So it's our job to help educate the community, and which is what you're doing through your show here today, and educating people that they're not, they're not harmful folks just because they have a disease. You know, it, it, it makes it, there's no connection to that. Yeah. So, so you know, and and that's what we have to we we constantly are educating the community, going into businesses, showing them, and getting they can they can make money, they can earn salaries, they can live on their own. The fact that I'm just saying they is is a pro. You know, like it's it's it, they're people, and mm-hmm. they have a disease, and we have to embrace it and include folks with a mental illness and not be afraid of it and, 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 and empower them and embrace them in our community. Yes, I agree. You know what the key clubhouse of South Florida is doing is amazing, but Deborah, you being the CEO, how did you get involved with the key clubhouse of South Florida? 
Well, I I actually um, founded the. I was the founding CEO of a clubhouse in Fort Myers, Florida, mm-hmm. and I was just I just got recruited from a not for profit they were trying to build over there, and I kind of went into it blindly. To be honest with you, I had a PR and marketing background for a very long time, and um, I got into it. And when I saw, when I went through the training, cause we have clubhouse training, everybody's got to go through like three weeks of training in a facility. And there's a lot of training around clubhouses and their impact on mental illness for all of our staff. And I went through the training in South Carolina and I was blown away watching how many people with mental illnesses can work and live independently a very, very quality life. And it's when many years ago, they privatized, um, you know, the mental health program from DCF and put people in the community. So people used to be, people with mental illnesses used to be in like institutions. And so that that shifted, you know, that shifted. And now that we're building community programs for people with mental illnesses, um, the clubhouse is a perfect solution um, for helping people be independent and live on their own. And I just thought it was like such a great program. I fell in love with it. And this was back in 2010. So I've been involved for 12 years. High five to you. Just for, I can hear the passion in your voice and it's just amazing. So question how about the adults that are involved with the program who have children do they have you know do they have their children with them or how does that work um yeah they have some people who have the children do have you know their children live with them some of them are their grandparents and their grandchildren live with them some of them have children on a part-time basis just like everybody else Mm -hmm. um everybody else meaning in that circumstance. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, um, yeah, there, there are some of our members. We right now have 154 active members. So they, they span from different, you know, housing situations. Some live in our building, some live on their own, some live with a parent, some live with their, you know, their children live with them. So it's varied. It's diverse. So if one of the um, members are having a difficult day, whether it be at the workplace or whatever the situation may be, are there people that they can go to at the clubhouse, like counselors or mentors or like, how does the program work in that space? Well, yes, um, they're they're not really counselors. We are a non-medical model. So we're. I like to kind of explain it because I try to like put it into terms. It's very hard to explain the clubhouse. It's really an experiential program more than anything, but we're like a vocational rehab program for people with mental illnesses. So we're not medical. We're not counselors. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't have licensed clinical mental health counselors on, on board. We're rehabilitation specialists trained in the, the clubhouse model. So we're basically everybody in our clubhouse, including my staff, myself, my members, we call each other colleagues because we're very much a democratic process and the members make their decisions on their own for the clubhouse. Like how we run the clubhouse is up to the members. We have house meetings. I have members on my board of directors. They're totally integrated into the model. 
So, yes, when someone is having a hard day, which we all do have hard days. <laughs> exactly. Someone, yeah. When someone's having a hard day, um, they can go to either one of their peers in the, the program. They can go to one of the staff that they connect with because we're all colleagues. So whoever they feel comfortable going to, they can go to. And we help each other and they support each other getting through whatever obstacle they're whatever challenge they're they're confronting. And at the clubhouse, we always say, you know what? When the challenges come up, this is a great opportunity to learn to do it a new way. So we welcome the challenges and we see them as opportunities for learning and healing. I and love the model that the that the clubhouse is using as far as like looking at each other as peers. As you know, it's like everyday life, you know, whether you have mental illness or not, everyone is going through something these days, no matter what. So, yeah, right. Exactly. And that's why we say, you know, everybody has a bad day. Everybody has, you know, emotional breakdowns from time to time. You know, we're we're humans. So we we don't want to. I guess what I'm trying to say is we we try to create a very normalized environment that is just a healing space. And um, just so happens, people that are there have a mental illness. And so maybe there's a little bigger challenge than somebody who's not living with a mental illness. Mm-hmm. But we, we embrace that. We embrace that. So we try to make it as normal as possible. So you gave us the process of the beginning, like they, you know, they, they fill out the form and see if they, you know, qualify to be a part. They get a referral from their um, psychiatrist or doctor that they are dealing with that's, that's treating their mental illness. And so then what's the next step after that? So after that, they go through like three days of orientation, meaning They'll spend some time in each unit and see which which unit they feel comfortable in. Like, where? what do you like to do? Do you want to edit the newscast? Do you want to do a newsletter? Do you want to send out birthday cards to the membership? Or do you want to go into culinary and cook the meals and do meal planning and cost analysis? Or do you want to work in the snack bar because you like customer service and you're selling snacks to the other members? Or do you want to work in the business unit? So, we, the business unit does correspondence and data entry and, and um, our timesheets and all the business aspects of the clubhouse. So they get to rotate in different units and then they decide where they want to work. And then they just start coming in. We say, if you want to work and you want paid employment, because that's what you want to do, this is like... This is like a gym. So if you want to work out and build up your muscles and get healthy, you have to, you know, do it three, four times a week. So we ask them, come in three, four times a week, get used to being here on time, get used to working with others, get used to doing a task and completing it, get used to sharing your opinions on how a quality improvement should work. And that's how we get them ready for paid employment. So it's, it's really just kind of getting in there and start being a part of the club um, and it being part of the, the, the work environment of the club. It's very different than it's not recreational, but we do have like socials on the weekends for the members. Um, so that's, that's kind of interesting too. Like we went to shark Valley last weekend 
Uh, we go to the Perez Museum. We go bowling. We go to movies. That's awesome. We, we do, yeah. So, so that part is the social aspect of the program where mm-hmm. they can be with each other. Because most of the time on like Fridays when we're all happy, it's like the staff, I mean, is happy. It's Fridays, you know, <laughs> the end of the week. They're like, oh, no, it's the weekend. I don't have my clubhouse, you know? Yeah, uh, some of them may not be um, social butterflies and, you know. Right, right. And so they don't not necessarily have a lot of friends outside of the clubhouse, maybe. So we plan social events so people could be together. So that's another aspect of it. Cool. Um, So you just spoke earlier about the facility getting a new facility, (laughs) the um, program getting a new facility. Speak about the, 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 you know, the facility and what the plans are for that space. You said there's a part, there's units upstairs that people can, some of the members live in. Let's talk about that. Okay. So we partnered with Car for Supportive Housing, Mm -hmm. who operates, Um, low-income supportive housing for people, and we partnered with them to apply for a new building, and they needed to have, like, a community-based organization on the bottom that supports the people in the building, so that's why uh, we are working with them, and luckily, um, they they got approved for the building, so the building is brand new. There's, like, 80 apartments, 45 of them are with our members living in those apartments, which we helped facilitate getting the members in there. And on the bottom floor is this 5,000 square foot clubhouse. And each clubhouse has typically a commercial kitchen, you know, a, a whole business unit with computers in it and printers, flat screen TVs for our all of our notes and a thing called the work order day uh, monitor. We have a little bank in there because we sell our lunches and breakfasts and snacks and the members reconcile all the, the income coming in. We have the communications unit with a video production center. Um, and we have a gym upstairs. And so every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, all the members get the opportunity to utilize the gym We have yoga classes on Thursday. So needless to say, you keep all the members really busy. And besides getting their, you know, work together, um, they have fun time, social time. I think what the Key Clubhouse of South Florida is doing is absolutely amazing. And um, your website, if they want to join. Well, first, how do, do you get funding donations? Is how is that how you keep going? Yeah, well, we get some state funding. We we do have county. We get some, some county funding. We have a lot of private donations. That's how we built the kitchen out of private donations, um, and uh, and we have foundations that have given us money and family foundations, especially you know those that have children with uh, or young adult children that have uh, mental illness. They see how effective the program is. So, but my website, our website is www.keyclubhouse.org. And anybody can go on there. Um, There's a phone number on there. You can call, you can have a tour. You can ask for me if you want, Deborah Webb. I'm happy to help you and connect you up with our program. And it's free. 
Yes, awesome. That it's free. That everyone loves the word free. And a lot of people feel like they don't know where to go, where to turn. So I want all my listeners that might fall into this category of, you know, like not knowing where to turn, who to ask for help. Um, hit up keyclubhouse.org. Deborah, it's been so amazing speaking to you. The work that the key that the key clubhouse of South Florida does is brilliant and much needed. And we appreciate you for helping us get the word out. Very valuable. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this Sunday morning. All my listeners out there, if you want to check out this episode and other episodes, head over to 99jamsmiami.com. All the episodes of Community Matters are there. You can also follow us on IG at Community Matters 99. It's your girl, Super Cindy. It's been awesome hanging out with you this morning. You guys have a great Sunday.